Hello and welcome into the SoRare Data Football Strategy Show. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdinho on SoRare. Joined, as always, mostly by Sean Newsham, PSU fans too. Today to talk about Rare and Rare Pro, but Sean, everybody, and thank you everybody who has joined us, live that is, and after I guess, everybody's talking about the new long format prize pools. What do you think? Yeah, I think they're pretty reasonable. I, I just looked at them briefly. I think they came out like 20 minutes ago. Um, but it looked pretty, pretty interesting. It definitely looks like there's going to be some stuff to prioritize. The key I think is just going to be like, right. Like you're going to have like a good week or two, and then that's going to be the priority lineup going forward because it's in a really good spot. So I think that that's going to, going to have to come into play where you're going to have to like change your priorities based on like where you've had good scores previously. Uh, but yeah, it definitely looked pretty interesting. I think that it's going to be pretty solid. Um, the key is going to be consistency and midweeks. Like if you don't have midweek options to give you chances to put up good scores in the midweek, I think things are going to be difficult. However, like if a midweek is like very low on games and you're you're like the top scores are like 400 points, it doesn't matter as much because you're just realistically not going to have that uh, as an option. But I do think like, so for example, if you have like, I don't know, four weekends out of the eight game weeks, one of them is probably going to be bad. Like you're going to have a random DNP at some point during one of those, right? So you want to at least have midweek options so you can maybe steal one week where you get a midweek uh, that puts up a solid score to, to give you a solid option. So the one thing that I'm a little bummed about, and a few people have mentioned it in the chat, like where it is. Um, so I'm just going to pull this up here because this is where it is. But basically like if you go to your notifications and they have this like reminder of the long form. There is a link here that brings you to where the league it's your private leagues, but then there are also actually in the public leagues. Like, so this is where they are. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen a medium post about it, about a new one, but they're all here along with like the, the new um, like the prize pools are in here. They seem pretty great. I will say the one bummer that like, I thought of immediately when you said you like, it's good if you have midweeks is that there's an international break coming up. Yeah. And like, I have to imagine most people are not prepared for that. And no. it's a bummer that like, that's one of the weekends that we get. Well, it's not even one of the weekends, right? It's just like, uh, you're going to have three game weeks of the eight are going to be an international break. Right. So like you are going to have absolutely no shot in this unless you have, high-end international cards because like i mean realistically like you're gonna have to have high-end international cards that are gonna go out there and smash and if you don't own them you're just you're just not realistically gonna be able to compete during this window and and realistically there's always gonna be international breaks during the year so like always you're gonna have to have international options or it's gonna be difficult to fully compete yeah yep it is just at least one more thing that we need to consider when we're doing this because yeah, Misaki said like there's an international break in each of the next three months. Yeah, and so they they are clearly billing this as a month long competition, like September one to September twenty nine, and so if they just keep doing them, then yeah, we're the international scouting just becomes a little more necessary. I'll say. Yeah, people are gonna bitch about it too. People are gonna bitch once they realize that. But yeah, we're like La Liga cards and MLS probably plays through it. So it's definitely going to be something where you're going to have other options, but like those are still like, 
you just don't get France versus Gibraltar every day of the week, right? And, like, you have France versus Gibraltar, like, those guys are going to put up humongous scores. You're going to put up, like, a 500-point game week in, like, Rare Pro or something, and that's going to play in, in the four best little scores. You would think. You would think. You're really doing something right if 500 doesn't get you to your uh, 20 or best scores. But, yeah, the um, I forgot who France has in the upcoming I don't think they have as big of a um, – let me see if I can go to it. I don't I'm think pretty they sure they as, did have one good one. Um, I think it's the middle of this, the month. I think it's 406. They, yeah, play, so, they play Ireland at home. That's, yeah, which, I mean – That's pretty good. They're going to be a big favorite against Ireland at home. Yeah. Um, are the games not fully in there yet? They're not. Okay. Yeah, the inter- it looks like the European games are not in there, but like the South American games are because uh, Argentina against Bolivia is showing. Unless that was the end of the international window. I'm not sure. Um, Germ pointed out this really funny one that there are 80 stars available in the limited competition. Mm-hmm. Yep, checks out. 80. How many? But like, it's one of those things, right? Like, let's say I have. Let's say this weekend, let's say this weekend, I finished like fifth in All-Star Rare and I just like smash it. I'm probably going to prioritize All-Star Rare way more than I normally would the rest of the month because there's a pretty good shot I can put together a pretty good month-long score. So like you have to add some some like equity to that. It's hard to fully navigate, but like, or like, let's say I put up like fifth place score this weekend, fifth place score the following weekend. I would probably run all my best cards in all-star rare the rest of the month to to make sure that i'm getting as good of a prize from the month long as i can yeah that i actually wasn't even considering that as part of our conversation today but it surely has to play a part like if you have if yeah if you start off with like two monster scores like you absolutely will start putting your best cards in that even though you still need well, you, you, you play all-star rare, rare pro and super rare, right? Like you're typically right now playing all-star super rare. This weekend was like my first reasonable attempt at it. Okay. But like, hypothetically speaking, this weekend coming up, you finish third in all-star super rare. First of all, you'll be very excited also. Then you'll be very let down with your prizes. <laughs> then you pr- might prioritize it the rest of the month because if you do that you have a pretty good shot at winning a pretty decent reward from the month-long competition as well so like it's definitely something or like hypothetically let's say somehow and and it's gonna be tricky because obviously you don't have tons and tons of cards but like let's say the next two game weeks on the weekend you put up like top five scores in all-star super rare you probably would be pretty incentivized to then make sure your all-star super rare lineups are really good the next couple week game weeks, even if you have to go buy like some cards because of that reason, like, because if you're doing that, like you have a pretty good shot to win high end rewards and the month long competition, like the top prizes are, are pretty nice. Yeah. Realistically, it's not so much going out and buying more super rares. It's actually sacrificing other yes. cards to do it. Like it's yeah, not you, in that situation, you probably sacrifice like three lineups to do it. Right. Like instead of your all-star rare pro lineup running, like, or running a Coate super rare, like you would run that in all-star super rare and like sacrifice that line type of thing. I'm not talking about sacrificing lineups. I'm talking about sacrificing cards. 
Like, I don't think most people are sitting on a ton of ETH. They're like, yeah, let me just go buy some more super rares. Like, I don't, I would literally have to like sell super rares and rares to get better super rares to play in All-Star. Yeah. Which That's may be worthwhile. It, it'll right. be, it, it all depends how it sort of plays out. Yeah. 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 I think there, I mean, obviously in that division, you're competing against people that do exactly what you just said, that can just yes. go out and buy better super rares. Yes. And so, yeah, it's a tricky one. But yeah, the, I, also ignoring the fact that if you do have a few good game week results, like you're getting rewards from that also. Yeah. Like you could really clean up if you do well. Like theoretically, if you do well in the month-long competition, you have also cleaned up in the game week competitions yes. in that month. Yeah, like yeah, there's no way you'll finish. Like if you get four rewards or something over the course of the month in like All-Star Rare Pro, like you probably are going to get a reward also for the monthly competition. Feels it. Most likely. And like, if you're getting a reward for the monthly competition, like that can play out like this week, for example, like I'm 69th in all-star rare pro, but that's, that's not bad, right? Like that's, that's solid. And that gives you a score that puts you in 69th place. If this was the first week of it, I would right. be in 69th place, which what does 69th place get? Tier two um, rare. Tier two rare. Yeah. So like, if you get 69th, you're like, all right, if I get 69th on the overall leaderboard, like, I get another tier two rare on top of it. Not to mention, if I get 69th, I'm like, all right, I can build off this, make it into the top 20, which is probably a tier one or a tier zero even if you get high enough. So it's definitely, there's a lot more that goes into it based on this long competition, which I like. I, I mean, I find it fun. I do like the, the, the downside with it that I don't love is that if you don't have big galleries, you just aren't going to compete. And Tuggy's here. I'll use Tuggy as an example. We'll give Tuggy kudos this week. He had a he has a really good uh, All Star Rare Pro lineup. So right now Tuggy is in twenty second in All Star Rare Pro. That's great, right? That's a that's a really good result. The issue is is that like for Tuggy to finish that high on the monthly leaderboard, it's going to be really difficult because he just has less ability to have like so for example this was an elite level matchup for uh for san frecky yeah it was a really good matchup obviously the the rares let him down which is unfortunate i mean carlos gill let him down i you always sad to see when that happens um but like you don't get this type of matchup every week with san frecky and the sure. issue is is that if Next week, they play away at Marinos. Well, he really doesn't have great options to, like, replace that. So, all of a sudden, his All-Star Rare Pro line is not very good next weekend. And then, all of a sudden, like, he's out of contention because he really can't make it happen. So, it's it's just – it is a way to benefit people with bigger galleries, which is good because people that are – obviously, those are your customers that are putting in a lot of funds. Those are – the the customers that you want to reward more than other customers. But it is still unfortunate. Like if, if you go out there and you have a smaller gallery and you finish first on the weekend, holding on to first is going to be really difficult over the course of the month. Uh, so it's just, it, it is a tricky situation. Like even this midweek, like this midweek, I, I assume, Tuggy, you're here in this midweek. If this was part of the competition, can, do you have like an elite level rare pro lineup you could run in the midweek? Or is it just sort of, you don't really have a lineup. So you just have no real shot at putting up a score. We can look at it ourselves. We can. We can go to the lineup builder and take a, take a gander. Um, and I'm going to assume he doesn't have a great option because I know he doesn't have 
the super rares most likely. <laughs> yeah, so like realistically, I think Tuggy would have to sacrifice his rare lineup to make this work as good as possible. So like all of a sudden, like so Tuggy this midweek, I'm not saying it's totally ruined because yeah, so Tuggy's not playing gas three. So midweek, Tuggy is not playing gas three. So gas three, he won't even have a lineup in this midweek. But if this was part of the competition and this was game week two of the eight, he's sort of just sacrificing a spot where he really can't put out a lineup. Now I can put out a pretty good lineup in that competition. So all of a sudden my 67th on the weekend is going to be attached to a reasonable lineup in the midweek that others can't do. So I'm torn on it because like, I do think that obviously you're rewarding people with bigger galleries. You're incentivizing people to buy cards, which is all good. You're giving more rewards to people that are the people that should be prioritized in terms of getting more rewards, but it's a very unbalanced playing field, but things are always going to be an unbalanced playing field. So I don't know. It's, it's like, it's one of those situations where like you're effed if you do effed if you don't type of thing. I even look at that Laird. I'm, I'm, I'm not even swearing or anything. <laughs> I th- I want to bring this up though. What about just playing this lineup in correct? Yeah, in rare pro. But I think I think that is something someone may do. But like, mm-hmm. not, it's if if Tuggy had this result and this was part of the the competition, he very well may run this. But then like you look at this lineup, Tadic very possibly rotates. Uh, Fenerbahce is up like five goals against twenty. They very well might not play uh, Tadic in this game. So all yeah. of a sudden, this like, a no AA is a bummer, bummer this midweek. Yeah, and Cecina is going to get no AA. So it's either you play Cecina with no AA in a god matchup and you hope he gets a decisive, or you play Tadic, who may not play, uh, and you or you have Painsel, who's suspended. So all of a sudden, Tuggy maybe would have to go by a forward if he was really making it happen. But like, I think people will, I think what people will do is they will make this type of decision like at game week two. And I think that would probably be detrimental because like the odds of Tuggy staying up there for four good, good game weeks out of eight is, is difficult. So you probably don't want to do it. But if you put up two big scores, you realistically have to do something like that. I wish we had more data on it off, meaning I had it off the top of my head. So it's 170 prizes are up for grabs for okay. in rare pro. Yes. Which seems like a decent amount since like you can only win one. Yes. And I wonder how many, like if you really need like four banging game weeks or not. My guess is you probably are going to need around 1550 to 1600 for a reward. So like basically four 385 380s yeah to probably probably want like i'm thinking like four four hundreds right like it's just what i'm sort of thinking okay. but maybe actually it's probably lower because i'm in the rewards at 407 but this game week like all the top yeah it's tough to do a single game week yeah um I, I think let's go what what won a reward last week in in like all-star Rare pro like last so weekend what I, I have it like literally on my screen right here because i wanted to talk about it today um where here we go i was actually comparing and apologies for the very ugly google sheets here i just i'm embarrassed that i'm even showing this but here it is um so like a tier these are minimum points this is taken right from our from the historical tab of the lineup builder um so like for a tier two 
you know, it's around 400 basically in each competition. Um, tier threes are, I was basically comparing minimum points for each tier in all-star rare, rare versus all-star rare pro and seeing which yeah. one was higher. Um, so like tier two is always around, you know, it's in the 400 ish range. Yeah. But that you don't, you don't need a tier two. You need a tier, uh, you need, you just need to get like the top 170. So like, let's see what 170 was this game. week. I don't think is going to be a good representation of what it's going to be. Um, so last game week, 170th, I'm, I'm working my way down, uh, was, I'm going to assume was around 415. 170th last game week was 416.25. That's for 399? Yeah, for Rare Pro in 299, or 399. So I think that you're going to have to put up, like, let's say, I don't know, 380 to 400 average over those four scores. So probably call it sixteen hundred to get a reward. Obviously, the more you score, the the more higher you're going to be. Um, but I, I would assume you need like you need like sixteen hundred to get a uh, a reward, give or take. Three hundred in a midweek. Yeah, like that's that's the thing, right? That's just not going to play. Like the so basically, like in this midweek, go back to that midweek, right? Oops, sorry. If you didn't finish in the top, let's say. 50 in the midweek you there's just your lineup's not going to play as like a high score like look at Lid yeah Lid it's just one of the ones that aren't isn't counted yeah like this is like if you finish like 50th like you're 385 so like that might count like that if, for you to get a reward that probably has to be like your worst score of four right and so like anyone oh, below right. that like you're just real that is likely not going to be used and if it is used you're just probably not getting a score unless you put up like a 500 which which can happen um, so I think that, uh, it's a, a good situation and it's interesting. Like it's a lot more fun, right? It has a lot more strategy. Haber asked, what would you need to start sacrifice? Maybe making three lineups to prioritize the one month long competition. I definitely think if you put up like two good scores in the first couple weeks, you have to prioritize this because there's like the additional, like, oh, I get an additional prize on top of the weekly prize if my lineup's good. So if you put up like a 450 and then you put up like a 450 again and you have five more game weeks, I would probably be prioritizing and sacrificing elsewhere because you're adding a lot of equity into that situation because it's going to be hard to, like if you put up like, if you put up like four 450s, you're probably going to be up in the top 10. You Yeah, I would assume so. So I'm curious what I have put up the last few game weeks. Can you go see what I've put up like the last four weekend game weeks in in and Gas Pro, knowing that like I almost always will prioritize All Star Pro. All right. So that was actually kind of where I wanted to go with that for a second, though, because like you said, like All Star Rare Pro is almost always the first lineup you set. Like that's where your best cards go. Theoretically it's three cards in that lineup that could go to all-star rare because you always play two super rares. So yeah. is there, you're giving yourself essentially four game weeks, I'm assuming to decide if you're going to take your best rares out of all-star rare pro and put them into all-star rare, considering that you're not as competitive in all-star rare pro at that point than in all-star rare. That makes yeah, sense. unless unless I put up some monster score, like I was more talking about like changing things from All Star Rare to Rare Pro instead of like All Star Rare Pro to All Star Rare. The issue is I, you're I already have, doing that. You're you're already putting your best cards in Rare Pro. Yeah, so I'm already. Not, doing my best you're not changing anything by right. that. Yes. So it's really 
you when do you decide to sacrifice all-star rare pro for all-star rare if i put up a really good score the first game week well i mean go look i have some i have one all-star rare one of these weeks yeah so you scored you scored 407 this game week in all-star rare pro 292 the weekend before yeah what happened there i probably had a dmp or something no understall's uh Oh yeah, 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 and and Trent, Oof. yeah, R.I.P. Sean. Uh, three ninety seven was three ninety three hundred and ninety three points. Um, with I don't know why I'm not sharing this. Sorry, Messi, Griezmann, Bruno, Douglas, and Bilo. Like, is that an is that enough? That lineup right there is that enough after one week? Oh, actually, no. this is rare pro. Never mind. No, yeah, because you're already doing it. I mean, look at my rares. I won rare one of the game weeks. I think it was a midweek. I won also rare. Three ninety nine here. So the real question is like, when do you start using Messi in all-star rare? Probably if I put up a real, if I, if I put up a really good score, I would probably do it pretty quickly. Like I'm talking like a top 10 score. Like if I won all-star rare, I would probably, one of the midweeks I won it. I, I know one of the midweeks I've, I've won all-star rare, I think. You won uh, by low, right? Yeah. But like, I don't remember which midweek it was, but you're looking at the weekend, so. No, this is this is yeah, there. I put that up next weekend. Then I probably prioritize All Star Rare going forward for the rest of the the time. Unless I also had a great All Star Rare Pro lineup as well. But if I put so, four eighty four in All Star Rare, I probably prioritize All Star Rare the rest of the the. So here's a different one because I I really don't see a reasonable situation where you're starting to sacrifice All Star Rare Pro, where. How many regional rare pros do you prioritize over all-star rare right now? At least four. So it's really, do you give those up knowing there's no monthly prize for those? Does all-star rare mm, yes, not get well, ahead of yes. challenger, champion, American Asia, or U23? If I put up a good score early. Probably would not do it from day well. That's on what is it day one? The issue is, is like I still end up with good cards in All Star Rare, right? Like, I mean, go look at my All Star Rare from this week, and I'm sure the cards in there are fine or like good, right? Like, I'm sure this weekend cards that are in All Star Rare you would deem as good cards. I, it, I literally do not so even much, know who is in the lineup. Yeah, it's not so much whether they are good. Yeah, like I mean, those cards are good cards, right? How did Eduardo score 53 with it? Uh, there's so it's not showing actually out of the goal. Gotcha. Yes, Surface told me that yesterday. Hmm. Must be a bug. Yeah, it is a bug. Uh, so it's really let's go. So yes, I'll tell you I, if I deem the cards as better cards going into this game week. If you go to look through them, so like let's look all of those cards in Rare Pro I deemed as better cards that were than were in All Star Rare. Do you would any of these? No. I mean, the cat mode, no, I just sort of throw whatever in the cat modes. So, like, yes. Wendell doesn't make it into... When, Wendell would have been better than those cards. Oshaman would have been better than those cards. The rest, maybe not. Those cards, probably not. But, like, yeah, Gear Tree... Well, Gear Tree to have... Pote? Yeah, well, I... Yes, Pote would be... Would I, I would have considered better. Gear Tree to... I would have considered better, but also Gear Tree to has had a... Like rumors of leaving surrounding him frequently, so like there is risk with him. Yeah, it's just more like yeah, Messi. You put an all star rare. 
No, that's not all-star rare, Laird. No, I'm saying, would you put him in all-star rare? No, because well, I actually think the guys that were in all-star rare were better than Messi this game week. Like, I think Quinones was better than him. Well, I thought there was a pretty good chance that they were going to rotate Messi. Tuggy asked, was the current game week the start of month long? No, no. next next weekend is the first uh, weekend for yeah. for that. I mean, my, my Asia Rare Pro lineup was very strong this week. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have moved Elber into to that lineup probably, and I would have said he was better than Quinones before the week started. Yeah, so I think realistically the conversation for you with your yeah. gallery is are you going to sacrifice your challenge, your excuse me, your rare regional rare pros in favor of All-Star? Possibly. And so so David just said that he thinks for me to prioritize is a lot easier with the size of my gallery because I have a lot more options. Like my cards that can go into All-Star Rare, if I'm not prioritizing it, are still good. Whereas other people, it's literally if you you either sacrifice and play good cards here or you just are gonna play a loser that isn't that good here. And that's where the the situation comes to. It's like, I mean, go look at you. What did you run in All Star Rare this week? And how many of the how many of the regionals do you prioritize before you get to All Star Rare? I All Star Rare is like the second lineup I play now. Oh, really? Okay, interesting. It's it it became considerably more important to me. Uh, Jonathan uh, asked, "Do we think All Star competitions are going to become the most competitive competitions on the platform?" I, they already are. They already are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, there's really no change. Like people will prioritize more. Like we're talking about, like, there will be more priority here than there has been. The only thing I, I would say is higher prioritized than the all star competitions right now is Cat Mode 240. Would you agree? People still really prioritize that. Oh, I thought you meant for me. Um, yeah. The, um, I don't think that the, that people are like people aren't prioritizing it in the sense that they are putting their best cards there. Yeah. Because they can't. Most you literally can't. prioritized All-Star Rare before Rare Pro this week. And what is your first priority then? U23. Please tell me you read U23 Rare Pro. Oh, so you actually prioritized All-Star Super Rare this weekend. Okay. Madsen Madsen own goal killed me. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Rico, I, I don't know where this Coates assist is not an assist, so the defender touched it. Yeah, so just so we're replays a thousand people. Times. If I was running Laird's account this weekend, this would not have been the lineup I ran. I, I believe that you know, I what do you what would I have ran in all star rare pro if it was my number one priority with your lineup? You would have run a Don immediately. What's that? I, I know four players immediately, probably all five. I think and it would have been a Don Rare, Coates, Super Rare. Bruno, uh, Quinones, and either Diaz or Messi. So the alternative would have been Masrawi and then Messi. But yes. Uh, the first three, yes. I, well, it would have had to been a Don Rare, Coates Rare, if you played Masrawi and Quinones. No, I wouldn't have played Quinones. I oh. Have, okay. I said if I did the alternative, it would have been Messi and Masrawi. I would have ran a Don Coate Super Rare, Bruno Rare captain. I would have captained Bruno Rare. I thought Bruno ha- Bruno had like the best spot of the whole weekend for almost anyone, I thought. Um, and then I would have considered Quinone Super Rare and someone or Messi and Masrawi. Because Masrawi, this this game week was like a really favorable spot for Masrawi too. 
Yeah, shout out to Masrawi for getting subbed off before they conceded, so he kept the clean sheet. Gotta love it. So, Jonathan said that people prioritize U23 and Champ Europe. Yeah, they do, but I mean, I think that this was still... I think All-Star is, like, All-Star Rare Pro is probably the most competitive... There's, like, there's... Here's the thing. There's, like, five cards in Champ, and, like, less than that in U23 that are good enough to be played in, like, your All-Star Rare Pro line. Like there's just not very many cards that are that good because there's better cards yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't know if anybody has caught Nellis's video from last week about how he's competing against the Sora data lineup builder. And one of the big things from that video, you can, he doesn't actually discuss it, but it's what everybody does that when they say they prioritize lineups, they don't actually mean that. They just mean that they're, they do those first. And so he was going through the process and he was like, well, I always, I prioritize whatever he said it was. And he was like, but the problem is, is that the Sora data lineup builder is telling me to use, I think it was a Herodeki super rare. And he was like, I use Herodeki in champ Europe, so I can't use them here. And it's like, well, now you're not actually prioritizing whatever you're building because you're using a card that should be there if you're prioritizing it and putting it somewhere else. So you're like knowingly making a worse decision just to get another lineup in. And like we've talked about it, Quinny's done a bunch of stuff on it that sometimes if you're truly prioritizing lineups and like whatever is first, you're gonna put your best cards there, you are not going to be able to build as many lineups as you want. And that people can't get over that. That's not true, Laird. I prioritize lineups and build as many lineups as I want. You're, you're a, you don't count. <laughs> Literally do not count. No, I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. It's it's definitely a quantity over quality thing. And to be fair, a lot of the times I would take quantity over quality within reason. Like, if you're going to make one, like, elite level lineup or, like, three turd boxes, I'm making one elite level lineup. But if you're making, like, one okay line or one one good lineup and then, like, three, like, okay lineups, I'd probably take three okay lineups. Because variance is going to play into factor and, like, you have more of a chance to spread yeah. it out. But to go back to the, to these, Combination. Let me just hide this rare pro so it's out of the way. Because I, the correct answer, in hindsight, is super rare Don, super rare Coates, Ruben Diaz, Bruno, and Messi. Well, yes, but I finished I thirty. I, that lineup is currently thirtieth in All Star Rare Pro, and I would absolutely have never played it. No, you know, you, yeah, I get it. Um, That's all, but. Here's the thing too. Like if you put up that 412, you're probably going to prioritize All-Star Rare first every week going forward for the rest of the month. No doubt. Yeah, because that's such that is a very good score that you are in a very good spot to capitalize on that. I and think you also know you the can numbers make like a good rare lineup all the time. What's that? You can make a good rare lineup like every game week. Yeah, maybe not during the whether I want to play rare pro or not. Yes. Like you would do what you just did this week, you would probably do something similar. Like if this was the first game week, I basically play this. I mean, not this exact lineup, but like those those cards will never be in another lineup for that month. I still think that decision was like wild that you made, but skipping rare pro? Yeah, you had like a perfect rare pro lineup that would have made way more sense. Like you made two, you made you you didn't prioritize properly in my opinion. You made two Oh, you made two okay lineups at the expense of one elite level lineup. I think this rare lineup is elite. 
I would I would argue that no a rare lamp is elite. I mean that's that's dumb. You... It's not. It's not. Your elite lineup that did very well is an eighty fifth. You're getting a tier three or whatever. I mean that's a results thing. Obviously, it's not a results thing. Like it's a that's a like. It's just any rare lineup is not gonna. It'd be like any limit. Do you think any limited lineup can be elite? Of course. You don't think so. you don't think so because of rewards though, like the fact that the the most valuable reward you can get is like two hundred bucks. No, 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 that has nothing to do with it. It's that like it doesn't matter how good your lineup is; it's going to be very difficult to end up with one of the better lineups. Yeah, I just I disagree that this is not this didn't have a chance to be one of the best lineups. Of the I, I didn't say it doesn't have a chance to be one of the best lineups, but I'm saying that it it's just very unrealistic that it ends up one of the best lineups, no matter how good it is. You put the five best players in the lineup in a rare lineup, I'm like, it's not an elite lineup. It's a good lineup. Whereas you put the five elite, most elite cards in the platform in like All-Star Rare Pro, I'm like, all right, that's a, real, that's a great lineup. So now that we're 33 minutes in, this is the topic. This is the conversation I wanted to have because it feels like the our previous Rare Pro lineups, or excuse me, our previous Rare Pro conversations basically don't apply anymore because we used to have the whole like get three elite rares and get a few good super rares and with the 20% bonus, it should be good enough. And it doesn't feel like that's good enough anymore that you basically need five elite cards to really compete in rare pro and getting two elite super rares is prohibitive for almost everybody. No, you had two elite super rares this week. So they're elite super rares. They're just not elite rares. No, I mean, you, you, they were, they can be elite rares, but there's just no such thing as like an elite lineup in a rare contest because it just doesn't exist because it, it's all about being able to like get up at the high end of the results. And it's just almost impossible to get up at the high end of the results because you just need to be so perfect in the rare contests. But, I'm, but I'm arguing that you pretty much need to be almost perfect in rare pro now. I would argue you don't need to be as perfect. Like my lineup stinks. You definitely don't have to be as perfect. You're like absolutely I think right. my lineup stinks and I'm like 60th this week. What do you win for 60th? Uh, tier two. Uh, let's see. I just like, I mean, like, you look at my lineup. You tell me if my lineup is good this week. Like, I think it stinks. Did you think it stunk before the game week? No, I thought it was. Well, I actually didn't prioritize All-Star Rare Pro this week. I had lots of other options to prioritize that made more sense, I thought. Like, it, don't get, it was a great lineup, but, like, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care as much about it. I, I wanted to watch. I was, uh, you know, right now I'm busy on Saturdays, and I wanted to watch the sporting game yesterday if it was relevant. So I was like, I'm going to stack the sporting guys. But, like, I have one decisive in my lineup. Mm -hmm. and it's a goalie clean sheet and that's it and that like it just isn't great but like i mean hey i'm getting 69 so i'm still gonna get a card but like i just didn't think this lineup is like like i thought it was i thought it was very very good when i set this lineup on friday thursday sure Matt asks, what are the decisions going into whether to prioritize D2 or D3? I'm debating prioritizing D2 above D3 next week. I mean, 
I think the biggest key to that is can you put out an elite level D2 lineup for eight game weeks in a row? If your answer is no, you shouldn't be doing that because you're just not going to be competitive um, in a like in the long form competition. So like if for your situation in that situation, the long form competition is not relevant to me. Blue Tomatoes asks, I wouldn't consider your gas lineup as elite my rare pro lineup. Yeah, I would, I, or my gas limited lineup. I don't even know what my gas limited lineup is, but no, because I don't even know what it is. So no. This is it right here. Yeah, I don't think that's Ever been, or on a, I don't think any, you know, if you showed yeah. me any lineup with any cards in it in the elite or in limited competition, I'm going to tell you it's not an elite lineup because there's just no such thing. Yes, it can be the best lineup in the competition, which technically makes it elite. But like I set this lineup and I literally had no idea what it scored because I wouldn't expect to, to win anything relevant anyways. That That's only because you don't care about it. That's not true. It is true. No, if I could win the competition, I would care about it because that's still like a half an E. So you submitted this lineup and on Friday you just gave up with any thought that it could do anything. I had it hidden Friday when I, yes. And so the expectation is, is that it was not going to do anything. Yeah. I mean, it might get a reward. I, you want to know how many lineups I have not hidden right now? I mean, I'm not sure that matters, to be honest. Um, I have six lineups not hidden, and I'm winning 10 rewards. I'm, I'm not sure what the point of that is. Yeah, yeah. So what Kev Hurd just brings up, this is exactly what I'm saying. And he said, uh, what I'm saying is that you can have elite players in a lineup that doesn't always get the best score. Yes. And when you have so many different contenders for a best lineup, it doesn't really matter because if your guys don't perform at like the top, top, top end. So as our monkey said, it's whether the cards have a realistic chance of putting up 80 score. If I get four eighties in a limited lineup, it, I'm not, I'm going to get like a hundredth place or something. Like it's not, it's not, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, right? Like you're still getting a reward and you're getting a okay reward. But when I'm thinking elite, like when I put in my, this all-star rare pro lineup on, on Thursday, I was like, I can win the competition. No matter what lineup I put into an all-star rare competition, I don't think I can win the competition. And whatever I put in limited, I definitely don't think I can win the competition. Like, I still, to this day... You don't like, think I, you can or you don't think you will? I mean, I don't think I will. Like, it's like a point... Like, I think I have a legit chance on a weekend of like a 3 to 5% chance at podiuming all-star rare pro on a weekend. And I think like maybe even higher, like maybe higher. Like whereas like limited is, I think there's like a 0.01% chance I'll hit a podium. And like so that means it's just like doesn't really matter what I put in there. It's just not an elite level card. Um, so Matchlow said he's not debating pri deep or prioritizing D2 above D3 to the long competition. He's just saying his D2 lineup is better than D3 lineup. So that's something where I typically will just make the best lineup. If I have a lineup that I think is really elite in a competition and the reward pool isn't like cat mode 220, I will just run the best lineup. So like this, some game weeks I will prioritize like all-star super over like all-star rare pro. If I have a lineup that I'm like, this is an elite level lineup in all-star rare pro, it's better all-star super. It's better than like what I could put into all-star rare pro. Sorry, say it, say it again. I will prioritize like the bet. Like if I think like I can like win all-star super and I'm like, it's just better to do that than 
like put out a good lineup in all-star wear pro, I will prioritize all-star super sometimes. So does that change based on where we are in the month? Possibly. Like I'm, it was kind of like the first game week of the month. Now the priority is super important because it effectively decides what you do the rest of the month. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. Long form competition causes you to, to do different things. So theoretically the, so this weekend as that we're coming up is the first weekend of the month long competition. Yes. Do you start to prioritize all-star rare and all-star super rare along with all-star rare pro instead of the regional competitions? I will probably do things as normal this weekend. And then I will reassess after this weekend. Blue Tomatoes said, so you got, you think guys with $3 million galleries will say rare pro lines aren't elite. I can say that people with like a $3 million gallery do not give a shit about limiteds or the rare competition. They're literally not even going to look at it. Yeah, uh, the, the question was rare pro. Yeah. Rare pro. Yes. I think anybody with like a huge gallery that has really, really good cards can realistically win the rare pro competition. I think it's all about like what you can realistically win. I cannot realistically win a limited competition. I think I have like one, one tier zero in limited competition in over a year. And I'm like, I have, I'm not saying I have the best cards cause I don't, cause I don't care about it. Um, but like, I do not care about the limited competitions because I just cannot realistically win a podium like i cannot hit a podium like i do not think i've had a podium in limited ever ever and i probably yeah and i have had let me see if i can find it within the gallery so i have had um 52 wins i've won 52 competitions i don't know how many podiums i have is there somewhere i can go to see how many podiums i have laird is it in um, SO5 stats? No. No, it might be on so rare somewhere. Yeah, it was on so rare. But right. this is because you have been you because you don't care. But I think that people who care might like I'm looking somebody who is it? Surface brought up how Nanzo does so rare mega. Wow. Like Nanzo won U23 limited six game weeks ago. Yeah, well, I mean Nanzo he third in okay. Asia Limited last weekend. Like I yeah. think. You're just saying he's just a total outlier. Yes. SR Monkey said he's been shaking his head in disagreement for 10 minutes. What what part are you in disagreement with? Uh, Nasagi said the So Rare Honors page will tell you how many podiums you've had in certain things. I don't know how to get there, I don't think. Oh, I do know how to get there. All right. I think you, yeah, hold on. Um, honors, here we I'll go. I'll let you know. So, yeah, I've had 158 podiums. So that is like one podium every game week. No, probably like one game, one podium every two game weeks, give or take, probably since I've been on the platform. But no limited ones. I'm trying to see. I only have one, sorry, two limited podiums. And it was challenger and specialist. Oh yeah, how do you check it in limit? Oh, okay, I see. I see. I see. Just scroll down because it doesn't. Limited. Nice I have um, 
Actually, can I just pull yours up here? I have zero podiums in limited competitions. Oh, I can't. And do you think, so you're fully convinced that if you cared, you still would not have gotten any. I would, I would probably have a couple. Cause like if I'm actually cared and bought the cards that would, that would what? So SR monkey said his, he's disagreeing with my definition of elite. What is your definition of elite SR monkey? Cause like, I don't view If I look at alignment, I'm like, I have no realistic shot at winning. That's not elite to me. I could have elite cards in there, but if I realistically don't think I can win, that's not an elite lineup. Just because of the number of people who you're competing against. Yeah. Like I don't sit there from DFS perspective. Like I don't give a shit about my lineups that would be in like the Millie maker, for example, because I'm not going to win it. It's like, it's just, I'm not going to win it. Most likely 99.99999% chance. I'm not going to win it. So that's not like of interest to me. Like it's not, it doesn't really matter how good the line, the line can be great. Like it could be a line where I would have won tens, a hundred thousand dollars in other contests. But if it's in the Millie maker, I'm going to win like 200 bucks. And it's just, that's just not super important. Um, yeah. So Matt Slow said the variance is just too high and limited, even with running elite cards. I agree. Well, if I run the most elite cards and limiteds over and over and over again, like I, yeah, I'm going to end up with a good result here and there. Like it's, I'm going to have it happen. But I'm not going to um, I'm not going to like worry about it. I'm not going to go into if I'm not going into the game week thinking like I can hit a podium with this. It's not elite. Like it's it's just not an elite card. So you just like, here here's the example. Like all right, if you are Club Bruges going into the Champions League, I don't consider Club Bruges elite, even though they may have elite cards because they're not realistically going to win the champions league. Right. It's the same thing when I enter like a limited lineup, like I could have elite cards, but they're not going to likely win that competition. Whereas if I throw, let's say club Rouge into the Belgian league, I'm like, all right, I got a chance to win this competition. I, this, this is an elite team. So like they are an elite team in the Belgian league. They're not an elite team in the champions league. So to me, it's like your levels of being elite and stuff can change. And even if you have the same players and cards, it may not be the same scope as what it is in each spot. Right. So the lineup that you put in in Rare Pro, those five players, if you consider those elite, that exact same lineup in Limited is not elite. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. SR Monkey disagrees. Yeah, I, we, I said this. Elite cards can still be elite. That has nothing to do with it. The cards can be elite. But you can play elite cards in a lineup and that lineup not be elite because the lineup has no realistic chance to win. Right. So your, has- your, your level or your calculation of elite is odds of winning the competition. Realistically, getting a tier zero or a high-end card. Also, yeah, that Brad, actually changes it because there are a lot more stars available in limited competition. No, so. Brad's also right. He's a, speaking of elite, this is an elitist co- conversation. Only a small percentage of players have the budget to run what Sean calls an elite line. 100%. And I will say this, and I think this is very good for a lot of people. And I can say the Laird is this way, especially. So take this for what it's worth. If you are someone that can play the limited competitions and are excited about it, be happy with that. 
it's awesome that that is the case because I know Laird, Whale Laird over here. If this dude isn't like winning All Star Rare Pro, he's just pissy and not in a good mood and like not happy. So like, if you can be, the majority of people are looking to win, win rewards, and if you are happy with that, keep that mindset. It'll make you a lot happier doing anything in life, really, than um, than if you move up you're playing stuff and then you aren't winning much the same thing with poker someone mentioned poker earlier but like yeah if you if you play like one two no limit and you buy in for two hundred dollars and you win four hundred dollars and you're like fist pumping that but then like later in life you are a 50 100 no limit player that plays for like a hundred thousand dollars a night and all of a sudden you decide to play the one dollar two dollar games again you're just not really going to care because it's just not at the level of what you're used to playing at anymore. So it's just a different feeling all around. So I want to go back to this uh, comment from SR Monkey because I, I sort of feel like you guys are kind of saying the same thing, but continue to disagree about it. But he said the definition of elite is the same before the week starts as it is after the lineup is yeah. up in flames on Sunday. So 100%. Sean agrees with you. Yes. But I think the two of you would look at the same lineup and SR Monkey. Yes. Go by the way, everybody go subscribe to the Sora Ramble on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. He would look at this five lineup and be like, this is an elite lineup. Yes. Because these cards are great. They have great matchups, all of this. And you would say this lineup is not elite because it's in a limited competition with 20,000 other lineups. Yes. Yeah. Literally, we would say we are saying the same thing in like 80% of this conversation. We are both saying the cards in the lineup are elite. We're both saying that what happens before the game week starts and what happens after the game week starts is the same. I am, yes, correct. Match Match the same same lineup can be elite in D2 and not elite in D5. Correct, exactly. So, like, I'm going to say this lineup is not elite in this D5 line. SR Monkey is going to say this lineup is elite in this D5 line. And then we're never going to win a top prize in that D5 pond. So is it elite? D5 means those of you who have joined the platform within 18 months and have never heard of D5. I said D5 is the limited competitions for anyone who joined the platform in the last 18 months and has no idea what Division 5 is. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Which, again, that naming decision was very poor. I still don't know why they did that. I love you too as well, SR. We'll continue to Like Individual cards are elite. It doesn't matter what the difference is between the cards. Like If a card is playing on... and, And a card... On one game week, it can be elite. And then the next game week, it could not be elite because the matchups matter, situation. Like this weekend, I did not think Messi was elite because I did not think Messi was going to play. I thought there was a high probability he would sit. I also thought the matchup was just horrendous based on how New York Red Bulls plays that it would have limited him regardless, even if he did play um, from the start. So, like, and again, so like Messi, most elite card on the platform right now, probably. But it doesn't make him an elite play every single game week because there's other factors that go into the situation. Um, so anyways. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that, did. well, Messi didn't start. So. He didn't start, but he yeah. did score off the bench. Yeah. Half set. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's all the difference. So if going back to, I apologize because I actually had it up on the screen, but at what point, Essentially, the goal, and I think we've talked about this in other conversations about 
moving to the super rare division. But the, the, the more scarce the cards are, the fewer people you are competing against. And so you don't need quite as good of a lineup in the super rare division as you do in rare pro, as you do in rare, as you do in limited, meaning scores. If you have the super rares, why not focus on the super rare division instead of rare pro? Um, because the super rare division typically prize pool is not very good. I'm not sure the rare pro one is great either. I mean, well, for, it, it is for first place. I will say this. First okay, place, so I don't think it's even comparable, which is kind of embarrassing. The answer to your question is it is easier to have elite level rares and a couple elite level super rares than it is to have five elite level super rares. Like, for example, you're playing like Maz Rowley super rare this past game week, I would have said was better than every single defender super rare I had in my gallery. But then you're playing with Nicholas Madsen. Dude would have smashed without the yeah, own goal. Okay. But like, and then for example, like Bruno Rare was equivalent or better than every rare I had in my gallery this past weekend. And then goalie doesn't fucking matter because it's variance fest. Um, so like you this past weekend had three cards that I would have considered to be the best possible cards you could have at Who was the third well the goalie just because like every goalie is oh. whatever uh, yeah but so like you had like the three best possible um Sora holland asked does a collection bonus of five percent make a line of elite? <laughs> it absolutely does not <laughs> it does not um but so like you this past weekend had the potential you had three pieces that were as elite as you could realistically get that you could have ran in, in your all-star rare pro lineup. Mm -hmm. However, what you ended up doing is you ran them in all-star rare lineup and all-star super rare lineup with a bunch of pieces that were not very elite. So I think you made two okay lineups instead of one elite lineup. Scott Burton brings up a good point that no lineup is elite if it has a goalkeeper. I cannot argue with that. If you got a tender in there, it, it just brings it down. Nobody wants Scott. It. Scott. Scott knows what what's going on because that yeah. is facts. If there's a goalie that you have to sit there and you have to you have to deal with, like, oof, yeah, that's always rough. It always feels good when you get the goalie clean sheet out of the way because you're just like, I don't care. Just I don't want to have to deal with the goalie. That was, I think, yeah, I think that sporting lineup was the last, or the sporting game was the last one of my like weekend. It, it was, was like, oh, great. Just need a sporting clean sheet. Never been here before. That's what, like, so, like, for me, this past weekend, you could have had five elite players in your all-star rare pro lineup. You could not do that in your all-star super rare lineup. I don't think you could do it in your all-star rare lineup. Could you have done it in your all-star rare lineup? Because I'm not, like, I, again, I didn't think Messi was elite this week. Um, let me see if I had a better rare forward. I don't think so. Like? Hulk, maybe? Oh, yeah, they had a good matchup, maybe. I don't know if I, yeah. When, I, when I'm thinking, yeah. I'm trying to see what you had. Hulk or Cecenia were the only real. Oh, Cecenia was elite. Yeah, I would have played Cecenia. I did. I mean, I literally did. Uh, so, yeah, if I was you, I would have ran. What I probably would have ran was a Don Rare, Coate Super Rare. Bruno, Bruno Cecilia, Rare, and Captain, Sessi, and um, Bruno. 
No, I said Bruno and then Masrawi Super. Oh, Masrawi, yeah. And I would have felt that that lineup was about as you could have realistically ran this week. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see. Like, and I, I, but like, so the issue is, is like you could not have ran that in in Super Rare. Like, I mean, I, I like correct. You couldn't run that in Super Rare. You do not have good enough Super Rares. But like, also like in Super Rare. You did have three guys that I would consider elite in Adon, Masrawi, and Coates, and someone I would consider as very good in Quinones. The issue is that you're you're running out Nicholas Madsen, which is just like it's just I don't love running my elite elite cards on a game week with like someone that I just do not think is that great. And much disrespect. Yeah. I just don't think Madsen is up to the the bill of the other guys and, and uh, to be that fair finishes 419 points congrats on your like tier five maybe no 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 in rare pro oh all-star rare pro that finishes 419 yeah so what would you have won i would have finished 53rd which is uh i don't know probably a tier three tier two Maybe yeah, mid, like mid tier two, yeah, right. Which is fine, but I mean, like, great. again, you're like you're winning a tier three in in all star rare, which isn't bad at all. I'm like half a point short of a tier two, if I remember correctly. Well, there there's still games in Korea. You're going to be further away. Well, that's than true. That, right? That's true. You're right. You're going to be like a, a high tier three. You'll probably finish around like a hundredth, a hundredth, a hundred twentieth. But so, anyways, yeah, like that's the whole thing. Is so like, the same same thing basically. What? I guess it's not the same. I take it back. No, Bruno Captain, I win a tier two easily, which is the same that I would have gotten an oh, all-star rare pro. I mean instead I had an all-star super rare lineup as well. Typically I would recommend you play the best uh player as captain and you didn't um, do that. I'm still HP on that strategy. Uh Tuggy, I am not going for the lossal one of super rare in two hours. I have one already. Why would I why would I want another yeah. one? Waiting Rass was waiting on his Osmar uh but yeah so like i mean i like look there's there's players that are elite and there's players that are elite nobody is the same every game week. i would argue no player is elite every single game week because Messi was had lots of questions whether or not he'd start in this game if you have questions whether or not you're going to start you are not elite right like that's that just removes elite immediately um but yeah, there's players that are elite as an overall. There's players that are elite on certain game weeks. There are players that are elite that are not elite during a game week. There are players, there are lineups that are elite in certain competitions. And then if you take that same lineup elsewhere, it's not elite. I know lots of different, like all over the place. Like, um, But yeah. The one thing I wanted to point out, sorry, I'm actually trying to see, where is this Lossal Super Rare going right now? Oh, no way, it's at 1.2. What'd you pay? You probably paid under one, didn't you? Sean, I paid 0.62. It's literally double what I paid. What, what amazing paid. business here by Lardino. Shout out to Pap. Bought it from him. There you go. Um, so the, God, that is a wild score. The one thing I wanted to point out, and we didn't actually, well, we sort of just got there actually with the tier end of tier three, tier two. So I wanted to go back. Because I thought at some point this conversation would get to the fact that you can win better rewards in rare pro versus rare. Yeah. And so I made this spreadsheet. And again, apologies for using a Google sheet here. So I tried to do this in a way that I could see it, but I actually it actually made it worse, but I ran out of time. But essentially the rare, the red, red is rare, 
and blue is rare pro. And you can just see kind of like where certain cards are each week. But looking at the value difference between like the, the end of a tier and the beginning of the other one is oh, just yeah. a reminder that the reward list is like one huge list. Yeah. And it's just like tier one is here above. And so like the next reward is going to be very close value wise. Yeah. The only, and, the only spot that really matters is in uh, the tier zeros, right? Like after that, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. It, you know what, Sean, it's not even the tier zeros. It's first place. Yeah. Like very rarely is even the second place remotely. Well, it, de it depends. It depends how many are given out, right? Like it depends how many tier zeros are given out. The more tier zeros that are given out, the more likely you are to like to to get pushed up higher, which does matter. Like if there's five tier zeros or two tier zeros, I want to win the spot where there's five tier zeros because I'm more likely to get pushed to the higher end. You're not. You are. You think you are. It's because the top one is so no, much you, higher, but like they they are more than willing to go from like a 1.2 rare yeah. second place to like 0.4. No, no, I'm not saying they're not, but I'm saying you are more likely to get a higher card valuation in the situation where there are more given out. Yes, sure. You are. I mean, literally, factually. I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm saying yes, but I'm just saying that the value itself is not but I mean, yeah it also goes that. to the discussion i mean we can go back go back to your go back to your lineup really quick so if you ran your exact rare lineup in all-star rare pro but you removed the adon super rare or you, and you played the adon super rare and kawate super rare over the two that you're at all of a sudden you put up what you would have put up like another 25 points so you're at it's like still a tier two you're yeah, but you're like a no, you would have been like a tier at 440 or so. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying if you use your exact rare lineup, go to your rare lineup. If you take that exact lineup and just replace Kawate's yeah, rare and the on rare with the super rares of those versions. Yeah, four it's like four thirty-seven. I did the math earlier. Yeah, so what's four thirty-seven get? Twenty-sixth uh, place. So like is... a very high tier two. um and and eve it's literally the middle tier two okay oh no, no it's not no, it's no. not sorry you're right well here's the thing this is why i talk about this is why we've had the discussion I about eve, sean i win just straight cash now oh my bad my bad sorry <laughs> sorry straight cash for laird and it's actually really good so like this is why i always say like i just i'm gonna go buy superers of, of guys i'm playing so like, if, if laird did that exact lineup with two superers which he talked about he said that could have been an option he would have ran but he turns this tier three high tier three that he's winning in all-star rare into a rare pro line that would have been a high tier two and two hundred dollars cash so like you're probably talking four or five hundred dollars in cash that if he had the super rare versions of those and did that elsewhere he would have been able to to get like 0.34 eth like four five hundred bucks worth of cash out of it by having that option so like that adds where, did, whoa, where does the extra 300 bucks come from? From the difference between a top tier two and a top tier three. I don't know what the difference is. Oh, the card value. Yeah, yeah. the card value. And then, yeah. The card value and then also the actual okay. cash you're getting. Yeah, yeah. Just checking that one. Yeah. So I was like, I don't see this extra cash anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's why should I, you should always do super rare goalie, super rare defender. Yeah. Before cool. also, yeah. Cause I know we're going to have in the chat, I'm going to call this now Laird that like in the, the comment section, people are going to be like, this is a, a whale conversation, yada, yada, yada. This was, this definitely was a conversation of elitism and whaling because that's sort of what we're doing. Also, it's a lot nicer now that you have limited time only with Gator Guy so that you cover, like, you you now have so many different shows that showcase all the different levels of sober. You have, like, Gator Guy for the limited audience. You have me for, like, the higher-end strategy and, like, the higher-end whale audience. You have Andy Black for, like, penises. Um, so, like, there's just a lot of coverage within the sober data content going on. That, uh, that makes things pretty solid, I think. Do you know what lineup I sweat the most this weekend? Cap 240 Limited. How drunk were you? Sean, I got it. Got my five bucks. Couldn't be happier. I mean, I don't even know if I hit. Let me see. I, You know what I still want to do? And I do actually care a little bit about this just because... Um, I'm interested how long it's going to take me. I want to hit the 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 rainbow, the rainbow threshies, and I hit it in 240. Super. Oh, is it you haven't done it yet? I know I've not hit the the cap 240 threshy rainbow, but I've hit it in. I hit it in, in unique this week. I hit it in super this week. I want to see if I hit their others. No, no. This is like the fourth time, Laird, where the one I did not hit was limited. I hit the other three. I did not hit limited. My limited line, let me see what my limited uh, cap 240 lineup was. All four guys played, but they were, or, or all five guys played, but they were not very good. Yep. Yvonne Villar, Zeki Yavru did not get the job done. I thought he got benched, VR. No? I couldn't tell you. I just have a limited, so I pay attention. I think you should start prioritizing that, Sean. You know what's funny is that you prioritize the academy for your five dollars, but not Cap Two Forty. I probably won. I probably got some, some, some ETH in, so I still collect an ETH layered in my academy. I don't think, I don't think you did. Oh, I might not. Well, yeah, because weren't the limited the 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 legends were terrible this game week. Also, um, I almost bought a Big Bob Scoofs just for Cap Two Forty this week. Good, good play, Sean. See. Great. Uh, Mike Bassin said the Black's here for the high-end audience. No, Black, Black is here for the uh, the penises and the cooms and the uh, the, the the dicks and the uh, I'm sure there's lots of other things that uh, the Black is here for. We had very serious discussion last weekend about the design of cards and all of that stuff. I actually don't remember what else we talked about mm -hmm. a long time ago. But yes, if you guys don't follow, make sure you guys uh, tune in to the So Rare Andrews podcast um, with with Laird and someone maybe in the top five of people I've met from St. Louis on So Rare. Maybe in the top five. Wow. Maybe. Maybe. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you could please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to Quinny. Um, it's always much appreciated. I feel like there's a conversation that a lot of people thought we needed to have for a long time. Like people keep asking we didn't actually answer the whole, should you go to Rare or Rare Pro? But it's also, this is what you need to consider. How elite is your are your chances of winning? 
in each competition. So yeah. something to think about. Yeah, if you're so just gonna buy some some bad, if you're just gonna buy some like really junk super rares, that just doesn't cut it in rare pro anymore. But like, but we could talk about like you that Maz Rowie super rare, you tried to sell for like under half an ETH. And no, I think that no, would have no, no, no. it wasn't that low. How low did you post it for? It was an absurd amount. That you posted it for? Yeah, I thought so. No, I don't know. I you posted I what? What was your? It expired. Yeah, it was definitely expired. I don't know what you you had it at. Point uh, seven nine three. Okay, whatever. But anyways, like that card was going for like half an ETH, and I think that was legit better than any super defender I had in my gallery this weekend. And my galleries, whatever my galleries were. So like, it goes to show you can have guys that are can be elite level super rares. Uh, for a lot lower of a price point. Like right now you could go buy a Masrawi super rare off the market for 0.9. And when he's in the lineup and going to play, he's really good as, as an option. Like he's a very good option. So uh, it's, it's not like, it's not unquestionable. You can get good to very good super rares for like half an ETH uh, to an ETH. Um, but yeah, if you're just gonna go buy like a really dumpy guy that for like 0.3 ETH, yeah, it's probably not gonna cut it. Agreed. All right. On that Masrawi note, thank you everybody, and good luck this midweek.